Well, good morning, everyone. My name's Brian, and today is August 23rd, 2023, and this is episode 502 of the Lots Project podcast, a daily look inside our journey to live outside the systems of control. And it's another Wednesday morning, Coffee with Brian, daily morning chat. How's everyone doing this morning on hump day? We made it. We made it to Wednesday uh, made it through Thursday, or uh, made it through Thursday already. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Um, <laughs> made it through Tuesday. Uh, have a little update a little later on uh, the truck and um, getting that done. That's basically what happened with my day yesterday, and then a lot of uh, online content creation and um, figuring, and not necessarily public content creation. I worked on a lot of behind the scenes stuff, so talked a little bit about that. Also, uh, been uh, noticing some things with the weather and uh, the weather reporting. So I'm excited to uh, to dive into that a little bit. Um, and I had a thought the last time I walked through Walmart. That's uh, that's another thing I have to do again today. Is every Wednesday I might not go to Walmart today. Um, when I have to get stuff other than groceries, I I go to Walmart just for ease of stopping. But uh, I might be able to get to go to the Kroger today because uh, I don't know. Is there anything on that list that I have to go to Walmart for? I don't think so. That's a perfect answer for today. Uh, I would love to go to Kroger and avoid uh, avoid the Walmart. But last time I was at Walmart, last Wednesday, I was walking through and noticed some stuff. So I thought I would uh, touch on that. And uh, a new site, a new site that I found and I'm messing around with that... Um, it could be interesting, and I have a new um, new product idea for anyone that wants to grab hold and run with it, as I will also be doing that. But I like to share uh, share the idea, and especially with my audience, to get out there and uh, maybe a little make a little extra money here coming into the fall. So, good morning, Pip. How are we doing? Good morning, good morning, and uh, Mike Philippine Nomad. Good evening to you. Uh, some comments in here in the comments section before uh, I rolled up, and it says, uh, Pip says, an idea for the SRF butcher off. How about we pre-present the tools, the knives, saws, and uh, other equipment, and then compare? Um, maybe, yeah, maybe the butchers um, pull out their go-to stuff. Maybe they show what they'd like to use, and then we make them use all the same stuff. Maybe it isn't quite the best stuff. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see how professional these guys are, what they can do with uh, with limited access to resources. Uh, Philippine Nomad says, how about a History Channel challenge forged in fire meets the butcher? Make a tool and then use it to carve up your carcass. Um, Mike, I'm not sure how long SRF is, but I don't know if we'll be forging any tools before we, uh, before we butcher. And uh, Pip says, oh yeah, a make your own knife, now kill it. Uh, kill a cow sounds very Florida man, and I was kind of thinking the same thing as that. Uh, as I was reading those, I was like, "Wow, imagine this guy from Florida spurs this conversation." So, anyway, anyway, um, what's in the cup today? Cup is full of. Uh, actually, it's empty. I should fill it here before we get rolling too far. Um, light, medium Honduran, and uh, it's good. It's good. Uh, coming off that silver bullet blend, that is absolutely phenomenal. And um, man, I've really started to go 
So the way I've been selecting my coffee, I'm a little head. I have uh, I have a little stock built up, just uh, just like every prepper should. Enough that um, not enough that it's too much for our local our local storage here um, in uh, in the camper, but uh, enough that uh, man, if something goes sideways with an order or this or that, I got a couple of week buffer. Yeah, yeah, a couple of weeks. If uh, if I can serve, I could make it. Uh, through a month, that extra month, I think, but slowly have built up uh, pound here, pound there, and now I'm actually uh, to my my status where I'm ordering exactly what I drink a month usually, give or take. Anyway, um, so when I get my order in, I go and I pile them up, and uh, Brian is uh, Brian is very good about um, reaching out and asking what I want before, uh, want after, uh, before he sends them, before he roasts and seeing uh, what I wanted to drink this month. And so I usually give him a list or tell him random. When the box shows up, I take out all the stuff in the cupboard. That is, uh, I do the first in, first out type of thing. I uh, I pile them by by type and then I get everything that I got in and pile them by type if I get two of the same, because sometimes I'll have them send a couple of Brian's blend or a couple of uh, a couple of uh, uh, get shit done blend or whatever. I pile them up and then I, I kind of randomly pick them and put them back up in the cupboard. And when it's time to open a new bag, I just reach up and grab one. So hopefully if I do my job right, I'm not drinking the same pound back to back. I get to um, kind of explore through through the different poundage or p different uh, different roasts and uh, pounds of the roast and go through it. So medium light Honduran was what popped up. And um, man, if the universe needed to send send one to follow up uh, follow up that silver bullet blend, might as well have been this because it's just as good. So. Um. <laughs> Philippine Nomad says they're just re the removal, grinding the blanks, even if it's not that finished or super sharp. Who's got skills? Yeah, dude. Um, I watched Josh break down deer for a few months, and uh, yeah, you're going to want a super sharp knife. It just makes everything more pleasurable, and uh, it looks a lot better. I would I would definitely tell you that. But anyway, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hop off here for just one second, and then we will get back and do the perfect cup question this morning and roll on through the history and the rest of the show. All right, guys, we're back, and here we go. All right, it's time for the 148th edition of the Perfect Cup, a daily question and my thoughts. Join the discussion in my Telegram channel at t.me slash lots feed. That's t.me slash lots feed. You can find the Perfect Cup question there and also all relevant links for the show, uh, episode blog posts, uh, items of the day, and things of that nature. So definitely check that out on Telegram t.me slash lots feed throw that right in your browser browser address bar hit enter and away you go perfect cup question of the day today is if you could have a casual converse casual chat with one person alive or deceased who would it be and why again that's if you could have a casual chat with one person alive or deceased who would it be and why? Um, 
I um, I know we we covered this question fairly recently. I uh, I didn't scroll back and see when, but it popped up when I was doing the the questions. I was laying them out for this probably the last week of the Perfect Cup, and I saw it. And I think it's always a good question, even if it's been asked before. Answer the same. Answer the same. But I do know that uh, I chose to answer different. I think uh, I think because of the previous question, I was able to do this mystical conversation and have the conversation with uh, Nikola Tesla. So I moved on to somebody else. Um, I, I just played with it and had fun with it. And uh, we'll, we'll roll through the answers here. We got some really interesting answers and uh, I'm excited to share them. But mine, I went a little different with it this morning. I, uh, I thought about it a little bit yesterday, then I got distracted. Um, actually, I got focused on what I was doing and, uh, and didn't really dive into the question. This morning, I was sitting here thinking, um, man, what would I want to know? What's something I've been thinking about recently? Sorry about that, guys. Oh, almost gave you a Mr. Miyagi right on screen, grabbing the fly out of the air, but uh, not today. Maybe a little later. Um, <coughs> I was thinking, like, what, what mysteries of the world could I unlock in a casual conversation? Uh, how could I have, uh, you know, talking casual conversation? I really thought back and uh, if I was talking to Nikola Tesla, I don't think it would be um, a casual conversation. If I was talking to any of these people that uh, these great scientists or minds or um, generals or whoever, I think it's got to be more than a casual conversation or I would just be like left wanting more or um, disappointed in the, in the result. So I was thinking this morning, what uh, what person could I talk to, have that quick little conversation and answer the mysteries of the world? So I landed on one. I want to talk to Mary and I just want to find out if she really was a virgin or was she just lying about it, making the whole thing up just to save her ass. Like, does anybody really know or did we just take her word for it? Think about it. Let's get to those other answers. Worm weighed in and said, that's a tough one. He said, Buckminster Fuller, always uh, always a great mind, always uh, somebody to read about for inspiration and great thought. Uh, Brian Norton weighed in, old scramble and says, this is what kind of got me thinking uh, a little different about the question was when Brian threw this answer out there. He says, Tiger Woods, dude, we can hook you up. I'm pretty sure that dude's still alive. He didn't kick off, did he, when I stopped paying attention to... Uh, to the news and all that stuff. Tiger Woods is still alive, right? Um, he says, I got to hear the story of the Waffle House girls over the supermodels and compare notes on how to hit the stinger better. <laughs> that would be the two iron or the one iron, depending on uh, on how uh, how deep you go. But uh, yeah, Tiger Woods. <laughs> that could be interesting for sure. That definitely could be interesting. Pip weighed in. Pip says, uh, Sir William Wallace of Scotland, you'll see why in the history segment. And he amended his, uh, he amended his answer to pre-1305 William Wallace. So I have to wait till the history segment in a little bit to find out why 1305 and, um, and why William Wallace. Uh, James uh, Gingerbread Farms, Wade in, said Nikola Tesla, as before, I think, man, it, I could have all the casual conversations I could ever fit into the rest of my life, and I don't think you could pick that guy's brain enough to be done. Um, I started following um, a couple of pages on Facebook. I was trying to manipulate my feed uh, by following some different things. I followed a Thoreau page. I followed a Tesla page. 
page um just just um necessarily for spurring um show topics or thought or quotes or whatever um just these different pages and trying to get a different loop on my facebook and um man reading some of his old interviews some of his old papers and things like that they put the actual text right up in the facebook group and um it's been interesting dude Dude was a trip for sure. Uh, be great to have a conversation. Uh, Micah weighed in and said, uh, my great grandfather, he knew how to do the things I'm trying to figure out. I only had two years with him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when you get to speak to people that know what you're trying to figure out, they've done it. They've had years and years and years of doing it, especially the way you want to do it. I know Micah is trying to get back to um, get back to appropriate methods for doing a lot of the the farming preserving uh homesteading side survival um making it through and making it by uh and being able to to talk to somebody that's kind of been through that that's mastered it or mastered it enough as we always know like there's no mastering um a lot of these things it's just uh, uh learning enough to get by but yeah going back and and seeing that uh a few generations ahead before the shift, I guess, is a good way to put it. Kyle, uh, the Backwoods Butcher, weighed in, said, My brother-in-law, he's been gone almost five years. A lot has changed since then. Um, yeah, dude. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's interesting when you lose someone um, your age or relative to your age. Uh, and and kind of go through and wish somebody that you shared a lot with, I'm pretty sure I've, uh, I've, I've talked to Kyle and that was pretty much his best friend in the world. And um, yeah, when you lose that, when you lose that person, you shared everything with every, every day and you grow, you were growing together. It's not like an adult um, child relationship an elder uh, younger relationship. It's a, it's a peer uh, where you're both developing and growing through things, excuse me, going through things in life together, um, and then one of them is gone, you always want to catch up. You always want to find and share, uh, find out what that's been up to and and uh, share where you've been. So, dude, I, uh, I'm i sorry for that loss five years ago, but uh, probably a stronger person for it. So keep on chugging, man. Uh, Courtney weighed in. Courtney uh, has been around a long time. We had episode 500 the other day. I was talking about Mike, the Philippine nomad, and uh, being OG uh, Lots Project listeners. Courtney is also uh, an OG for sure. I remember Courtney um, getting in touch with me about coffee and comfrey and all sorts of stuff way back. Um, way back <laughs> and uh, i appreciate her listening uh but she says serial listener first time answerer uh i thought i'd better get an answer in before the perfect cup takes its sabbatical and that might be what it is and it might just come back in a different form it may be a um i throw the question out there that morning and follow up and have it in uh, in the feed and let others weigh in later um i don't know i don't know if uh it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, she says, uh, before the perfect cup takes its sabbatical, immediate thought, my grandfather, I was 20 when he passed and I was too busy chasing boys in a career to pick his brain about anything overly meaningful. His military service, family history, gardening, preserving, 
business ownership and more. I guess that's not a super duper casual chat, but oh well. Uh, yeah, that's where I hung up on that. And I think that was the slight difference and in this question than the prior one was. Uh, the other one was like dinner um, and like full blown evening. And this was just like a casual chat. So I don't know the details. Uh, the details hung up in my head. Uh, thanks, Courtney, for weighing in. I, I appreciate it. And I appreciate you listening all this time for sure. Uh, Ronald weighed in and said, George Washington, uh, just to talk to him about how they've done things back then uh, with pioneering, et cetera. And then if there was a second, it would be Ronald Reagan, why he went from an actor to working in the government. <laughs> That's a good question. That's a good question. Um, power. <laughs> fame. Why do other people go in the government? Why do people go in the government in the first place? I don't know. Easy job, security. Um, you're getting paid uh, to just fuck people. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why do people go into government. Anyway, uh, Corey, Corey's decided she wasn't answering today. Uh, she doesn't really want to talk to anybody. <laughs> She gave the big old thumb up, thumbs up. She gave the thumbs up. Uh, Pip says, why do actors go into politics? I think I just had an epiphany. I think uh, actors are recruited into politics because of their popularity as actors and their access to the masses. So that would be my guess as why actors go into uh, to politics. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, this has been another episode of the perfect cup question of the day. Uh, we got a couple left. Find Thursdays out there today. Find Fridays out there tomorrow. And uh, be sure to weigh in on one or the other if you want to get one in before the end of the show. I'm not really sure what I'm going to do with it yet. I have all the video files, all the audio files right here on a little hard drive. Uh, I might put them up as collection somewhere. Would you ever go back and listen to them? Would you ever go back and uh, and go through uh, all 150 episodes or maybe a few random plays? I don't know. Let me know if you have thoughts about what I should do with the Perfect Cup files, all that content, episode one through 150. Let me know. Shoot them out. Maybe I'll be able to do it. Maybe I won't, but uh, I appreciate the thought. Anyway, if you want to find that Perfect Cup question for sure, find it at the Telegram channel at t.me slash lots feed t.me slash lots feed it'll be up there along with all the other relevant links for the show i appreciate you listening and now back to the main show all right all right all right i just uh, i was thinking about that for the last uh last few days when i was contemplating shutting down um the question of the day at least the question of the day as it stands now it's uh it's a workflow thing first of all um, I do a lot of extra for that question and, um, a lot of, uh, editing, pulling it out, putting it into another feed. That's another whole set of thumbnails, actually two sets of thumbnails. It's, it's a lot for what it is. Uh, I don't mind doing the question, but 150 questions over the last 10 weeks, is that 10 weeks, 15, 15 weeks, 30 weeks, 30 Jesus Christ, 150 divided by five is 30, guys. Uh, 30 weeks worth of questions was a, a, a task for sure. Uh, definitely got daunting towards the end. And you can see that we're starting to repeat questions, which isn't 
a big deal. I mean, there are no rules, but uh, I like to keep it original. So moving forward, I don't know. I don't know what's going to go on with it. But if you'd like to be able to find it somewhere, if you're interested in being able to do it, I can uh, I can get it up into a playlist somewhere. I can get it up on uh, a website somewhere, even YouTube or a podcast player, whatever. It is. It is not a podcast player, but I would like to get that off of there so I can own my own content because Spotify owns my content that's on their site right now. Yeah. How about that, guys? One of the reasons I switched servers or uh, hosts. Yeah. Yeah. Been reading some interesting stories about some podcasters that got successful that uh, didn't make some right decisions, and I'm not going to follow down their paths. Good morning, Blakesley Acres. How's it going? How are we doing? I hope everything is going well. <laughs> All right. Let's hit that history. Just like the perfect cup, we've decided to pare down the history. Pip has been a trooper uh, for a long time here, and uh, he's going to continue to do this through Friday. I appreciate it, and uh, and let's get to it so we don't run short on lots of history. All right. It's time for lots of history for August 23rd, 2023. Three episodes of lots of history left today thursday and friday we will wrap it up and move on to greener pastures on the show i appreciate pip so much for doing this uh, segment every every day every day um and let pip move on to some greener pastures where he gets to enjoy his salad and read his own history segment anyway august 23rd 2023 this is lots of history brought to you by pip at DuctionCups.com. Check out DuctionCups.com slash lots for all your duck needs. Duck, duck, Jeep. Uh, what was the new one? Moo, Moo, Subaru, I think I heard out there. Moo, Moo, Subaru. Um, yeah, Duction Cups fit in the Moo Moos too. Anything small, rubbier, ducky shaped with the little plug. Anything that looks like plugsy or bouncy. Definitely head on over to DuctionCups.com slash lots to grab boards and cups and bobbleheads and, and, and. <laughs> All right, let's get to this history. All right. August 23rd, 30 BC. Yes, 30 BC. After the su successful invasion of Egypt, Octavian ex executes Marcus Antonius Atalus the eldest son of Mark Antony and Caesarion, the last king of the... Oh, man, I knew all these words at one point in my life. Uh, last of that dynasty and the only child of Julius Caesar and Cleopatra. Pips notes, that all sounds like a whole lot of family drama that needs to be worked out. Yes, for sure. And I I literally went through and read this and, and pronounced all those words. And as soon as I went to say it, it just flew out of my mouth. Anyway, let's go back and uh, and hit another BC. Oh, no, this would be AD. No BC listed. August 23rd in the year 79, Mount Vesuvius begins stirring on the feast day of Vulcan, the Roman god of fire. In autumn of 79 AD, Mount Vesuvius violently spewed forth a cloud of superheated... Uh, 
twofer and gases to the height of 33 meters or 21 miles. 21 miles in the air, Jesus. Ejecting molten rock, pulverized pumice, and hot ash at 1.5 million tons per second, ultimately releasing 100,000 times the thermal energy of the atomic bomb bombings of Hiroshima and Nagasaki combined. Pip's notes, anyone remember the movie Joe versus the Volcano? Yes, actually, I do, Pip. <laughs> actually, I do. Um, my, oh, man, Mount Vesuvius. So it says here that uh, it began stirring on the feast day of Vulcan. Was that, um, was that made the feast day of Vulcan because Mount Vesuvius started stirring? Or was that really big coincidence in 79 AD? August 23rd, 1775, American Revolutionary War. King George III delivers his proclamation of rebellion to the court of St. James, stating that the American colonies have proceeded to a state of open and avowed rebellion in declared elements of the American colonies in a state of the open and avowed rebellion. It ordered officials to to the uh, officials to the empire of the empire to use their utmost endeavors to withstand and suppress such a rebellion. Huh. 2023, you said, Pip? Oh, no, 1775. Uh, Pip's notes, now that I thought about it, I don't think I've shot a flintlock musket firearm. <laughs> Uh, this day, August 23rd, 1784, Western North Carolina, now Eastern Tennessee, declares itself in an independent state under the name of Franklin. It is not accepted into the United States and only lasts for four years. Good try, guys. An unrecognized proposed state located in what today is East Tennessee, United States. Franklin was created in 1784 from a part of the territory west of the Appalachian Mountains that had been offered by North Carolina as a secession to Congress to help pay off debts related to the American War for Independence. It was founded with the intent of becoming the 14th state of the new United States. The things you find out on lots of history. This day, August 23rd, 1839, the United Kingdom captures Hong Kong as a base as it prepares for the first opium war with China. China. The immediate use issue. The immediate issue was the Chinese enforcement of their ban on the opium trade by seizing private opium stocks from merchants at the Canton and threatening to impose the death penalty for future offenders. Despite the opium ban, the British government supported the merchants' demand for compensation for seized goods and insisted on the principles of free trade and equal diplomatic recognition with China. We want our dope. We want our ope. We want our dope. We want to numb our citizens this day august 23rd 1904 the american tire chain is patented snow chains were invented in 1904 by harry d weed in canna soda new york weed received u.s patent 0768495 for his grip tread for pneumatic tires on august 23rd 1904 Weed's great-grandson, James Weed, said that Harry got the idea of creating chains for tires when he saw drivers wrap rope or even vines around their tires to increase traction on muddy or snowy roads. Pip's notes, Snickers in salad. His name was Weed. Wait, this Florida dude has never driven in snow. Probably shouldn't laugh too much. Don't want karma coming around. Pip, um, <laughs> man, Pip. 
it uh it is fun driving in snow i learned um my my uh my 16th birthday is in february what my 16th birthday my 16th birthday was in february my 17th birthday was in march (laughs) i don't know um Anyway, uh, I grew up in Western New York where we got boatloads of snow and uh, learned to drive in the snow at a young age. And then spent the last year, 20 years in Minnesota driving uh, service vans for the, the final five of it. Yeah, snow. Didn't even blink an eye when there'd be under like 18 inches. Eh, maybe more like 14, but uh, you started getting worried when they got halfway up the tires. So anyway, this day, August 23rd, 1942, World War II, beginning of the Battle of Stalingrad, a major battle on the eastern front of World War II where the new German and it, where Nazi Germany and its allies unsuccessfully saw fought the Soviet Union for control of the city of Stalingrad. Pips notes, anyone recall the movie Enemy at the Gates? Hashtag run your bolt gun. Uh, Let's see what else we got. Uh, Mexican labor. August 23rd, 1973, a bank robbery gone wrong in Stockholm, Sweden, turns into the hostage crisis. Over the next five days, the hostages begin to sympathize with their captors, leading to the term Stockholm Syndrome. I think a lot of people kind of may have that with uh, old daddy government. In the popular account, the hostages then bonded with their captors and refused to cooperate with police. However, it has also been argued that the hostages were simply distrustful of the police, given the latter's willingness to risk the hostages' safety. Police finally mounted a tear gas attack five days into the crisis, and the robbers surrendered. Pips notes, this was the first criminal event in Sweden to be covered by live television. Happy birthday. Let's hit those birthdays. 1847, Sarah Frances Whiting, American physicist and astronomer. Astronomer. She was one of the founders and the first director of the Whitney, uh, or the Whitten Observatory at Wesleyan College. She instructed several notable astronomers and physicists, including Annie Jump Cannon. August 23rd, 1883, Jonathan M. Wainwright, American General Medal of Honor recipient, an American Army General and Commander of Allied Forces in the Philippines at the time Japan surrendered to the United States during World War II. Uh, 1905, Ernie Bushmiller, American cartoonist, best known for creating the daily common strip Nancy, which uh, premiered in 1938 and featured the title character who was remained in print for over 85 years. His work is noted for its simple graphic style. Uh, 1971, Gretchen Whitmer, the 49th governor of Michigan, an American lawyer and politician serving as the 49th governor of Michigan since 2019, a member of the Democratic Party. She served the Michigan House of Representatives from 2001-2006 and in the Michigan State Senate from 2006 to 2015. Pips notes, this is the same uh, explicit uh, expletive human that tried to ban the selling of plant seeds during early COVID. Yeah, yeah. And this day, uh, 1978, Kobe Bryant was born, American basketball player and businessman, widely regarded as one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Bryant won five NBA championships, was on 18 all-time All-Stars and 15-time member of the All-NBA team, a 12-time member of the All-Defensive team, and a 2008 NBA Most Valuable Player and two-time NBA Finals MVP. Go sports ball!
<laughs> All right. Who died today? Who died today? Oh, let's see. And who died? Passings. <clears throat> Freedom. <laughs> That's what Pip wrote. Uh, this day, August 23rd, 1305. Sir William Wallace is executed for high treason at Smithfield, London. Following the trial on the 23rd of August, 1305, Wallace was taken from the hall to the Tower of London, then stripped naked and dragged through the street at the heels of a horse to the elms at Smithfield. He was hanged, drawn, and quartered, strangled by hanging, but released while he was still alive, emasculated, eviscerated with his bowels burned before him, beheaded, then cut into four parts. Wallace's head was dipped in tar and placed on a spike atop London Bridge. Alrighty. What did he do? Did he piss in their Wheaties or something? That doesn't sound like a very pleasurable death at all. But regardless, you saw the movie. You saw the movie. <coughs> Who else passed away today? I don't know. It's tough to follow that one. But uh, 1949, Helen Churchill Candy, American geographer, journalist, and author. She is best known as a survivor of the sinking of the RMS Titanic in 1912 and for her later work as a travel writer and explorer of Southeast Asia. She didn't lose that travel bug after going down with the ship or almost going down with the strip. Uh, this day, 1980, 1989, excuse me, Artie Lang, Scottish phys, <laughs> excuse me, Scottish psychiatrist and author, a Scottish psychiatrist who wrote extensively on mental illness, in particular psychosis and schizophrenia, Lang's views on the cause and treatment of psychopathological phenomena were influenced by his study of existential philosophy and ran counter to chemical and electroshock methods that had been become psychiatric orthodoxy. 2012, Jerry Nelson, American puppeteer and voice actor, best known for his work with the Muppets, renowned for his wide range of characters, singing abilities. He performed Muppet characters on Sesame Street, The Muppet Show, Fraggle Rock, and various Muppet movies and the specials. Let's hit the holidays today. August 23rd is the day of national flag in Ukraine, International Day for Remembrance of the Slave Trade and its Abolition. Uh, the date is significant because during the night of August 22nd to August 23rd, 1791, on the island of St. Domingo, now known as Haiti, um, an uprising began which set forth events which were the major factor in the abolition of the transatlantic slave trade. And it is also the national day for positions in Iran. All right. This has been another episode of lots of history. I appreciate Pip throwing them together day after day. And we got a few more Pips. So as long as you can stick it out, I am game. Hopefully everyone that enjoys it has been to DuctionCups.com. But if you haven't, DuctionCups.com slash lots in your browser bar. You can find all those ducks and cups and boards and all sorts of fun stuff even ducks by brandy brandy be jewels and be dazzles all sorts of ducks makes custom custom ducks find her there ductioncups.com slash lots now back to the rest of the show william wallace man that sounds like a bummer they burned his bowels in front of him like I can't imagine the smell. Who on fire? 
drawn and quartered. At what point did he die? At what point? At what? Well, first of all, at what point did he go in shock and have no idea what was going on? Was that by the time he was dragged by a horse naked through the streets? Was that where he uh, where he was in shock and probably didn't feel a thing? Or was it when they hung him and he was strangled to almost death and then they let him down? Was it then? When they cut off his dick and balls after that? Did that wake him up maybe a little bit or just put him more in shock? And then, man, cutting your guts out and burning them in front of you, that is some nasty shit. And um, hopefully at this point when he was quartered and beheaded, I'm pretty sure it's done at that point. Man. <laughs> Rough life. Rough life. Pip says, smelling yourself being cooked. <laughs> Is that like when you barbecue next to the cow pasture? <laughs> Jeez. Oh, what is on the list today? What is on the list? Um, I've been noticing something and it's been a while now. Uh, I can't remember when I first started thinking about this, but recently I was rolling through uh, some some YouTube videos and uh, I, I wasn't actually watching them. I opened the app and I was scrolling through looking for something that I had saved before and uh, I was on the wrong I was on the wrong tab, so it was showing me all new videos. And I uh, I got into the, this uh, this um, section of weather videos. And these are people on YouTube that are like, it really looks to me like they're trying to play the um, trying to play the the fear the fear porn game, um, the extraordinary the look at this oh my god um, that type of marketing, uh, but. I really started thinking about it and it's been a while that it isn't just the YouTubers. It's uh, it's the news. It's the sensationalism. It's the, it's the look, 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 look distractions. Um, but I noticed something yesterday and I, uh, I had had the thought before, but it really solidified yesterday was video came up and it was from four days ago or five days ago, six days ago, something. And it was, it was, it was, a. Uh, a forecast of this heat wave that's coming through the region we're in right now. Uh, Corey and I are here in Tennessee, and it, it kind of stretched. Um, it stretched the whole center of the United States, like from Texas to Canada. Uh, basically, the jet stream was going across, and it pipped up and uh, or kicked up and went to up into southern Canada, came around and came down and ended up in the Atlantic Ocean. So that was jet stream. And uh, I, the big headline and the big three-dimensional uh, graphic over the area in bright red. And it was a big, uh, like I said, three-dimensional heat dome ready to set in on the central United States. I was like, oh boy, heat dome. I wonder what that is. I didn't click on it. I looked at the map and went, huh. You know, that looks eerily similar to uh, back when I was a kid in the in the 80s, early 90s. I remember watching the news every day with my parents. You know, you'd watch the local news and they would have the local headlines and then they'd go through and at, at the, the same time, every newscast, there was a different thing. It was like the community corner and the, like my, my news channel was kind of small. And then they would have the weather and then the sports or the sports and then the weather. You know. When, 
when I was a kid, I remember watching the weather maps and I was kind of into weather. That was one of the things I got into for a while as a child. Um, there was a thing called the jet stream and that's just what it was. And El Nino and El Nina and all of these things. And we used to sit there all the time and watch, watch the predictions of the jet stream. That's all it was. It's a high current, high velocity air carrying weather masses. Uh, pushing high and low pressure systems, making volatile conditions on the leading edge of such changes between high and low pressure, low and high pressure, bringing cold fronts and warm fronts, installing fronts when the jet stream gets out ahead of it. Man, back in the 80s and 90s, I remember all this stuff. What the fuck is a heat dome? Oh... It's kind of like a polar vortex, you know, in the winter when the jet stream dips down out of Canada and it sucks all the cold air from the Arctic down. I remember those maps, too. I remember them because, you know what, when that jet stream kicked down and then came across the Great Lakes, fucking western New York got smoked with snow. Hmm. Almost like last winter in Buffalo. Was it last winter or the winter before? Winter before, maybe where the jet stream just kind of sat right over the the Great Lakes. Oh, it must be some weather phenomenon that's happening. Nah, it's the same shit, guys. It's the same shit. Is it getting more intense? Maybe. Maybe. Will next year be less intense? Maybe. I don't know. I recall a long time ago um, learning something about El Nino and El Nino cycles, and they weren't year to year. And they weren't even patterned, really, uh, from what I recall. I could be wrong. It's been years since I looked into weather. But man, it was it was the same cycle. But what about the wildfires? Let them fucking burn. Stop putting them out. There's a reason they're burning because they have fuel. Guys, stop and think about if you're my age or older or even younger, uh, probably if you're in your 30s or older, just take a second and think back. Think back when you were a kid. You might not have learned it in depth, but remember watching the weather. Remember watching the news. Remember seeing all this bullshit before. We've just made new names and, and made it sensational. So you pay attention and you waste your fucking time worrying about it. You know what you can do about the weather? Wear the right clothes. Anyway, heat dome. Fucking heat dome over over Tennessee. It's fucking hot. I'm not gonna lie. It, I'm not. I'm not denying that it's hot and humid and nasty, and that it's still and it's very slowly moving across the country. But there's a reason for that, and it isn't new. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> I guess this is um, this is Brian bitching Wednesday because <laughs> the next one. The next one that I've been thinking of that's uh, that that spurred on my uh, brain here last Wednesday when I was in uh, in Walmart was um, everybody always talks about how early how early in the year um, box stores change their uh, their decorations. So like Walmart, I went in. God, it was just after Fourth of July, I think. 
their their loadout from Fourth of July from all the picnic summer stuff. It was probably in mid July they were loading out, and um, Corey Corey couldn't believe me. So we had just got back from we had just got back from our trip. So it was the end of July, first week of August. It might have been August first actually. I went to Dollar General to pick some stuff up, and I'm a candy addict. Like sugar, sugar. I am I am fucking addicted to sugar. I will admit it. <laughs> I'm a sugar addict. Um, I try, I try very hard. I do well for a while. Um, but man, candy bars and soda are my downfall. I, oh man, like nobody's business. Uh, you know, that scene from super troopers where they're in the back of the cop car in the intro and, uh, and the guy, the guy goes candy bars. <laughs> yeah. I do that to Corey. Like I'll be sitting here and, uh, I'll just need something. I'll need uh, a little something. And I'll be like, do you have any candy bars? She'd be like, no, you need to go get them. <laughs> anyway, so I was I was out uh, and I'm always looking for the best deals because it really doesn't matter what the fucking sugar is. It just needs to be chocolate or cookies or something. That's all it is. It's, it's just a it's a it's an addiction satisfaction. So I go to Dollar General and I'm like looking around, poking around Dollar General, man. If you want to get some candy, I'm going to tell you Dollar General is the place to go. But uh, as I'm walking around the store. I look up at this section and there was all these bags of candy, like multi-packs, you know, like the, the little minis and this and that. And I'm like looking at it going, it didn't click. It's fucking August 1st. It didn't click. I looked at it and it was Halloween candy in August. And we're talking all August, all of September, all of October, three months prior. And I was like, oh, it's just because it's Dollar General. Just because it's Dollar General. There's no way, there's no way that these big stores are already pushing Halloween. So last week when I went to Walmart to get groceries, sure as shit, Halloween shit is everywhere. And I was like, huh. Huh. And it got me thinking. I understand there's supply supply logistics and 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 all of that stuff the changeover but it seems like it's getting a little earlier and earlier and earlier every year i'm guessing before halloween's done the christmas section is going to be up if the christmas section isn't up already but it made me wonder is there more of a reason than just changing the floor plan now this probably should have gone on con on uh, tinfoil tuesdays for sure. Uh, both of these topics should have could have easily been tinfoil Tuesdays. Hey, Kyle, if you're listening, maybe uh, maybe think about diving into this shit. Um, but I wonder, is it a distraction? Is it is it a distraction to get people to just look ahead? To constantly be looking three months in the future? Because if you're walking around Walmart, and you're an everyday Walmart shopper, if you're there quite a bit, um, and all you're seeing is Halloween stuff in August, and all you're seeing is Christmas stuff in October, you're living in the future. You're living in the future, and you're not paying attention to now. Is it a convenient side effect, or is it on purpose? I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure there is a lot to do with supply chains and, and the whole deal. But um, I don't know. I don't know. Just made me think. 
If you got any feedback on that, head on over to the Lots Project chat on Telegram. Elon thinks that uh, I may be on to something. <laughs> oh, so just a thought. Just a thought. I don't know. I don't know. Think about it. Uh, one other thing I got here before uh, before we start wrapping up is um, I've been digging into some uh, some AI stuff. I've been digging into some workflow some workflow optimization. I've been digging into some other technologies and um, trying daily to really find those small incremental things I can do daily or a couple times a week or once a week or whatever that eventually will produce results. Um, things where I can really sit down and say, here's an hour, do it, work on it. Um, I've been messing around and toying with breaking my day into hour segments and just switching up uh, the way my brain works, the way I get distracted, the way I go down rabbit holes. I feel as if I limit myself to an hour and anything that comes up in that hour, I can notate, I can write down, I can put it on a, a sticky pad on my computer, whatever, but just blast through what I'm doing for an hour. I can do an hour. I know I can. <laughs> uh, some days it's harder than others, but I can do an hour. So I've been searching for these things that um, that maybe for my extra hour, maybe for that hour after Corey goes to bed, um, before I can fall asleep, or um, an extra hour to break away during the day, um, an hour that uh, you know I set my schedule for with a lot of lead time. Like I have things I have to do every day. I have to do my show, and then I have to walk the dogs. Um, but there's, there's points throughout the day where I can accumulate extra time. And so I wanted these things that if I had an extra half an hour, I had an hour, uh, and I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. Wasn't enough time to dive into the next thing I had to do. I'm looking for these little things to make extra money. Why not? Why not? Well, I went down the AI art rabbit hole yesterday and ways to use it. And <laughs> man. The art is fantastic, let me tell you. Um, using AI art and um, as you dial in how to use it, as you dial in how to make prompts, and guys, all this stuff that I'm doing and, and figuring out, um, it's it's all going on topic lists. So whether it's content or uh, like video content or show content or whatever, uh, I'm going to talk about it coming up. That's one of the things that uh, that'll be on the topic list for the show going forward, but Regardless, um, man, I'm diving in. I'm learning how to use it. I'm learning the prompts. I'm learning um, efficiencies. And in my travels, I found um, I found a new website to mess around with. And um, it is very similar to like a Printify, like a print-on-demand. Um, but it's a little different. It's a little different. It's way, I messed around with it last night. So I made some just sample designs and opened up a shop and messed around with it. It is, um, is way more efficient than Printify. Obviously, I don't know the quality of the stuff that prints out. I don't know the customer service. Like I know nothing about that, but just the functionality between 
getting to the site, making a shop, uploading my art and getting it on products and the page listed, that whole workflow is a hundred times easier than Printify. Um, there are limitations. Uh, there are benefits and drawbacks to everything. And then, like I said, I've, I've looked at it for a matter of, let's say, three hours total in, uh, in, in looking at anything about it. But uh, it's called Redbubble. It's, uh, it's something I'm going to mess around with. I'm going to continue to do it. I, I figure I can get, um, I was talking to Kyle, the Backwoods Butcher, who's late. Hey, thanks for showing up, man. Um, <laughs> I was talking to him last night, and I, I think it's about, you know, 20, 15 minutes from the time I decide what I want to make the art about and uh and start that process to the time that the image is uploaded and all the products are uh, adjusted because you have to go in and manually adjust every product you list and uh me being me i went whole hog on all of them uh right at the start but anyway messing around with it i'm curious how it goes um <laughs> kbox says not as late as me hey guys welcome to the lost project podcast should i start it at 6 45 every day Anyway, so I'm messing around with this Redbubble thing. Uh, had to wait overnight. Your account gets reviewed. You have to upload at least five art projects and uh, get those edited out. Once you have five products and all your information in, they review your account and uh, and get it listed. It took overnight. I did. Uh, I got five up yesterday afternoon. That's why I took a little extra than an hour digging in. Uh, I wanted to get that in motion and then going in today, see how it works. So I'll I'll be sharing links around. Uh, I'm pretty sure I saw in my dashboard, I have a um, $15 coupon and it's one of those where you spend it, you get $15 off. And when you spend it, I get $15 credit towards the site. So not necessarily a direct payment, but it would be very valuable to pick up some, uh, some promo swag, things like that. Uh, I'm going to do a bunch of different stuff on there. I think uh, you can do collections on there. So I think I'm going to do a lot of... Uh, I've been digging the fractal designs on the AI um, and then using them in patterns. Uh, so a, a pattern in a pattern. Uh, there's different functions on this site where you can grid things, you can layer things. And uh, man, fractals have been my thing for a long time. I really like them. Uh, and so digging into those might be a little genre I might hit up, but you can uh, classify all your different things. So I might do a couple different genres and, and uh, some will be clothing products, some will be accessory products. Uh, it's really similar to similar to Red Circle, or excuse me, uh, Red Circle. No, Printify, Printify. But uh, man, I'm gonna go down that path and uh, and really pump out some art and see see where it goes, see where it goes. So um, that's one thing. The other thing that I realized yesterday, and uh, I started to hint at it a few days ago. Corey brought it up actually, uh, and it got me thinking about it. And then I've kind of uh, tinkered around, looking around, poking around and seeing and trying to validate what she said because <laughs> I wasn't noticing the same thing. Um, she started seeing masks on her TikTok in videos, uh, masks, vid, COVID masks, um, like they're filtering them in to, um, to assimilate, to um, condition people to being used to seeing them again. Like we're coming into fall and cold and flu season, and uh, there may be a push to do that again. Uh, maybe go more lockdowns. 
Corey mentioned it. I was like, well, that wouldn't surprise me, but I haven't seen it. I started digging in. I started looking. Um, it seems like there is a big push to expose people to more masks, uh, more masks and more uh, lockdowns and all that stuff coming up in the future. So, man, I don't agree with it. I mean, that's a that's a given. I don't agree with the mass. I think it's a bunch of bullshit. I think the lockdowns, it's all about control, obviously. It's it they played their hand and they're gonna double down. And we'll see what happens. But me being a uh being someone that likes money, because I don't hate money. Backwoods Butcher says it's because of the new strain in Canada. Huh. Interesting. Maybe they all got a cough because the fucking country's on fire. It's all smoky. <laughs> I don't know. That's the new strain of COVID. Uh, uh, acute, acute smoke insulation, <laughs> acute smoke inhalation irritation. So that would be what? Uh, a S I I. We got A S I I variant of COVID this year. <laughs> anyway, I don't, I don't hate money. And so I started thinking, I don't need to participate in the madness to profit off it. Why? Um, but, man, if there's going to be a lot of people out there, there's going to be a lot of people complying with all this bullshit. You know what they're going to need to buy again? Masks. You know what people really love? Custom masks with pictures and cool things on them. Sayings and funny stuff like that. Man, what if you took the next uh, two weeks, three weeks, uh, while they while they ramp up their crazy, and get yourself a Spotify account or a Redbubble account? They have masks on there. Start making masks. Just get them listed. You might not sell one. Don't spend your whole life on it. But maybe an hour here, an hour there. You know that hour where you're like, man, I really shouldn't have watched that two sitcoms in a row. I can't even understand what I can't remember what it was about. Maybe jump on there and make some masks. I don't know. I made a couple yesterday. Going to get them out there. I'm going to get them on Etsy. I'm going to get them on my, nah, probably not on my site. I don't want the stupid coming to my site, but uh, man, put them out there. See what happens. See what happens. If I make a dollar off people being stupid and buying masks, I mean, that's a dollar I didn't have. So maybe not dollar per hour, the most effective thing, but man, if I was going to sit there with my finger up my butt and uh, do nothing and I made a dollar instead, I think it was worth it. So anyway, check those out. Just ideas, just ideas. They're playing their handbook. They're, they've, they've showed us the playbook and they're, they're playing it. They're going, they're going to do it. See if you can make some money off it. K-Bong says, feed the stupid. I don't necessarily want to feed them. I just want to take their money. Anyway, let's hit that item of the day. Item of the day today is the Logitech wireless mouse. This mouse, I love it. Um, Corey's got one she's using right now. We've had a multiple. I, uh, I've liked this mouse since I was back as a service tech. I would buy them, put Velcro on the bottom, and stick them to my work van. On the inside, I have Velcro pads everywhere. I would put the mouse around. I could use it on the dashboard. I could take it. I could use it remotely. Wireless didn't have a bunch of wires to dick around with. All you do is plug the little plug in and it, uh, and it hooks wirelessly. Uh, it's trackball mouse. It's ergonomical. It's got a bunch of different functions. It's got the up page, up page down. It's got the scroll bar. It's got the rolly ball mouse. Love it. Love it. Um, I keep going back to it, so I must like it enough not to change. So, Check out the Logitech wireless Bluetooth mouse. 
You can check it out. Link in the video description and the audio description. There's a link to a review. There's a link to the direct product listing. And if you don't need a mouse, there's also a link to that general Amazon page. That is our affiliate link. Takes you to the Amazon homepage. You can search and you can go buy whatever you want and we get a little credit back for it. So I appreciate you using all those links. By the way, you click on that homepage link. If you click on that Amazon homepage link that's got our affiliate tracking and you bookmark it, every time you hit that bookmark and refresh daily to do your Amazon shopping, it helps out the last project. Please consider it. Please consider doing it. Anyway, Kyle is wondering who's paying you to stick a finger up your butt and are you filming it? Depends on the money. Show me the money. I'll stick a finger in my butt for money. <laughs> well, I guess it depends on what finger and how much. <laughs> anyway, guys, with that, let's get out of here. If you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find it at thelotsproject.com or on Noster Telegram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Rumble, and Instagram. Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcast 2.0 value for value podcast players like Podverse or Fountain.fm. Make it a great day, guys. It's hump day. We get over that hump. We'll be at Thursday and only another day till the weekend. Let's uh, let's kick it in the ass and uh, make it a great day. <laughs>